Yo, what's up, Keith? How are you? Is my fan too loud? No, it's not. I can't hear it at all. Okay, dope. Okay, dope. You have a fan? Is it like a like a white noise machine fan, or it's just like for fresh air? No, it's literally just like a, a little like mini fan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you have to have that like Beyonce effect when you're um recording. Yeah, you know, I want to do some like uh, Marilyn Monroe over the sewer type vibe. You know, okay, just... obsessed with that. Mm, yeah. Amazing. Um, how are you? I'm good. How are you? You all right? No, I'm <laughs> just hanging out. I nice. um, yeah, I feel like I'm just going a little bit crazy. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like mm. I just am very annoyed that um, sorry to start this conversation so like intense. No, I go just, ahead. Like every time that I get some momentum, and I'm sure I'm not the only person that feels this way. Like we all feel this way things close down. It's like, as soon as it's like, I have like a four month window to like do something or make some, you know, we all do. And then things just like close back down again. It's like, holy shit, I can't deal with it. I know, you know what with you though. Um, and then this, this is not to, I hope this doesn't hurt you at all. Or, uh, <laughs> like, but, um, I don't like, how can I say this? Uh, like, this is not ter- like, uh, uh, <laughs> you're on you're on a hot streak too like you're literally like literally this is like 2019 like 2018 2019 was just the rise up of juliana and like things were like you know you're getting festivals and things and so i totally get where you where you're frustrated because everything you worked hard for is is now at 50 percent capacity when you get there yeah. Does that make sense? Like yes. to me, and I, and, I, and then this is not to to be an asshole. I think like to me, I'm good. Like if the world could end now, I'm like ah, I did all the things <laughs> I wanted to do on my bucket list. <laughs> I, can, I can go back to you know what I and need that's just selfish, and I'm just old. I need. Uh, Pardon, I didn't hear that. It cut out there. No, I need listeners to have sympathy for me. So this is this is basically why I had you on the podcast, just for me to complain. <laughs> And for you to be like, yeah, I don't need to prove myself as much anymore. I'm in a very comfortable place in my career. It just sucks because it's I'm like very happy. headlining and like doing things. And then it's like, oh my God, like I wanted to record an album this year. And it's like, it's just taking so much time off of all of that. You know, it obviously it just really sucks. But, um, um but the best thing about it is it's like, as, and this is not, a knock to anybody but like imagine like you know you you were on this role and you know yeah you you got pregnant or something or you had to take a break and the whole world was going on you know at least everything is stopped so when everything gets back to normal you're still where you're at imagine like you know something happened where you had to step away from the game when you were so you know hot in it and then like i had had to to come back and then they were like yeah yeah like I broke it. Yeah, but no, you're fine. I think uh, I get where you're frustrated, um, but you're fine. Well, it's, you recorded it not... in the middle of the pandemic, right? The vaccine. Was the yes. club, weren't they at 50% capacity when you recorded the album or? Yeah, but Yucks, I did a Yuck Yucks downtown and, and that's like 300 seater. So it was a good like 150 still okay. in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the album sounded great still. Yeah, which was all, which was I was happy. Did you have like, were you nervous at all about the way that it would sound because of the, the lesser people, or did you feel like it took away from your experience at all? Because I'm gearing, because I know that that's something I'm probably gonna have to do. Like, I don't think by the time I want to record something, we're gonna be at like full capacity. Um, the best thing about an album is you don't have, <laughs> you can record it all the time, anytime. I see what a lot of people don't realize is people are like, oh man, you you worked so hard during the pandemic. I, I had a hack. I was trying to take a break. So I recorded a bunch of stuff before <laughs> before 2020 because I had twins. So yeah. I was going to take a break. I told my wife, I was like, yo, 2020 hits. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to do all these recordings. I'm going to make residual income. I'm not going to hit the road. Everything's, you know, I'm home. I'm going to be home for these twins for two years of their milestone developmental stages. Yeah. And I'm just going <laughs> to make money off the shit that I recorded. And people are just like, Oh man, you worked so hard. I'm like, listen to the album, bro. That was that was recorded in 2018. Stop it. I, I'll take the credit, but yeah, but and that's the best thing. So you can record it. <laughs> if you're like, you know what? I, I don't like this. 
Yeah, you can toss it. And yeah. but there's also places like where I feel like, you know, like doing a show at like Free Times Cafe. You ever been to Free Times? Yeah. You know, that's a sick. You don't even need to fill that place up. I know. It's but so intimate. I know. But do you, you know? want that on an album? Like, isn't it better? Like the more people you have, because it, it sounds better. Or does it not matter? Uh, yes and no. As long as it sounds good, because it's an album. No one's going to be like, I wonder if this is a theater or, <laughs> or a back room. No one cares. You know, if it sounds good, it sounds good. Like a lot of classic, like Bill Burr had an album where it sounded like shit, but it was amazing because this is right. content was great, you know? So but I if think- it's good to comedian, I guess I just, yeah. I mean, I guess maybe it's just different because I feel like a comics, you, you know, view of that Bill Burr album is like, oh, this is the content is amazing. Like we have a different appreciation for it than like the general yeah. public. Or do you think it goes over their head a little bit if it sounds like there isn't a lot of people there? Like, I think the general public is- kind of fooled I mean, a little bit by things like that if the applause break is thunderous and it's not like you can do a sick album with the 25 people in a small room and as long as it sounds great like i i've heard some albums i don't want to say their names but literally it just sounds like three people in the audience yeah i know don't then, then don't put that out but like i know some people who where i was there for the album recording and i listened to the album and i'm like wow that sounds like way more people but i was there you know, they're like, I, I know someone who did a, an, an album recording at the corner and it sounded like fucking amazing. And I was just yeah. so, it can be done. Right. You okay. know, don't, don't stress out. And, and the best thing about your style is you're not, um, you know, you're, you're a slow burner. You, know, you like to kill motherfuckers slowly. So you want to take time. I feel like with you, if you did that at such a big, you know, place. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because your delivery is so slow, it would pick up the little subtle nuances in between your your timing of jokes. So, like you'd say like a joke, and sometimes you have that slow punch. You know, if there's so much people, you hear like you'll hear like that. <clears throat> right, right, clang, right. Clang, 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 clang. You know what I mean? Like all that other nonsense. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't want to hear somebody screaming. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then edit in the editing room. That's harder to fix than you know. How do we make this sound louder? Right. Whereas we have four guys having a con and that was the one thing too i did in my album there, there was a lot of people but there was a lot of chatter that we had to like edit out or make make smaller like there was one point where like a heckler was talking shit and i reamed in reamed into her and uh we but i went into her too long so we had to cut that part back um because i did it with comedy records so i was telling like like barry i was like can we just take this part of that heckle and me fucking with this girl and then skip past it and then go to the end he's like yeah but then the chatter and everything in the background was so hard to like be in, in a continuous flow so at the same time yeah it was better that we had a lot of people but it, it was bad when it when it came down to the editing so at the yeah. end of the day i think if you want to record something especially with you the way you you the way you hit them i think you know it, it's not far-fetched to do it in a smaller place right 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 know? That's true. Okay, well, that gives me a little bit more hope, I guess. That's fine. I'm just kind of yeah. like, maybe I'm a little bit kind of bratty about it. I'm like, no, I want it. I want a. I want the clubs back at full capacity. I refuse to do anything smaller than that. I don't want to do it. It's not going to be. The no, same. but that's good. That's real good. That means that you you have. Um, uh, I always tell this to my son. I go for when you meet a girl, get a girl that knows what she wants, because that means that she's very determined and she's not wishy-washy and that's good that for you because you're like I, this is what i want this yeah. is what i want no so, I, how can you be passive when it comes to an album like, yeah no, i don't no. yeah no, no no that's good though that means you care about it and it's gonna sound great because you care when you, you know, were you, you have, yeah well thank you thank you for saying that keith i'm in, crazy i think that's what that role <laughs> issues and i'm no, very fine about you know what though um you have every right to be, you know, but think about it like this though. Okay. Imagine if the roles were, you were on a roll and, you know, or you, and the things stopped, the world stopped, or how about uh, you weren't on a roll and you probably don't know if you're going to get a role. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like there's, there's some other comics that would love to switch places with you and you know that, and uh, you probably shared the stage with them. <laughs> Right, things, could so. be worse. things could be worse for sure i mean yeah. yeah for sure i mean yeah i feel silly complaining about this because there's people that have literally lost parents to this or like you know like you know or 
they're dealing, they had COVID and they're dealing with like the long-term effects or something like that. So it's like, I, I have my health, everybody that I love is. Yeah. But I mean, we're talking career here. So, I mean, there's a lot of people even in that part with like, you know, where, where, uh, you know, you had a chance to do a, a, a festival and a taping during this whole nonsense, right? Two tapings. So, yeah, out. that's what I mean. So, no true. That's what I'm saying. Two tapings. So, and that's great. So, I mean, and the best part about that is, uh, I feel like with these, my hope is that these Canadian companies, productions, and like producers are gonna remember, you know, us when the borders are open. It's like, hey, remember uh, the people who kept your uh, business going, uh, you know, the locals here. Uh, so I'm pretty sure whoever put you on something and it wasn't at their full capacity, you know, as much as you wanted to impress them with your, you know, skills, I'm pretty sure they wanted to impress you with showing you how good of a put on. You know what I mean? Right. That's, that, true. So. That's true. So yeah. I'm pretty sure they were like, Oh yeah. You know, Juliana, yeah, she killed it, but uh, we couldn't give her what we, we usually could. I think we owe her one, you know? So it's comedy karma. Hopefully that's what I'm hoping for. Right? You know what I mean? Right. When you were designing yeah. the um, the cut, like when you decided on the cover for your album, um, how did Which you want the vaccine or the, any any or, album you had? OK, I guess all of them. How did you um, decide on what you wanted the cover to look like? Does that like do you or or the title even? I have like a bunch of questions for you. OK, that are comedy uh, album related. Yeah. How did you decide on the title is what I'm going to say. So for my first album title, um, I was doing an interview and I think I just said something like, you know, like you guys like, yo, this guy's like, oh, Keith, you're always on your grind. You're always grinding. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a grind ecologist. Mm. And then uh, we all started laughing. And then I said, okay, that's my album club. I'm called Grind Ecology. (laughs) Right. Right. So then that was the first one. And I just thought that's funny. And then um, the next one was, so me and this neck and this other uh, comedian, uh, big norm so shout out to him we were supposed to do like a collaborative comedic rap album you know because we were wor- working with running at the mouth with marito and pino and all this stuff and aisha brown and we're doing all this fun shit and we're like yo we should do a thing and rap there's a term in rap that's like when you're ha- when you're too real you're trill so we tried to use it for uh, a play on words as trillipino and then people just laughed and it was like that's pretty dope yeah i'll get that as a shirt and i was like yo that's the album name and then we just never had a chance to do that collaboration uh, music album. So I just told him, I'm like, yo, do you mind if I take that name and use it as my next comedy album? He's like, well, yeah, you thought about it, man. So go ahead. So then the next one uh, I did was Trilipino. And then I was preparing for that a lot. So I did a lot of um, that album. I could have did twice. I could have did. There's like, I think I had 10 tracks on that album. I could have did 20 tracks if I wanted to, because I recorded it so many times. I, I, I recorded through, I did the three recordings at Yuck Yucks downtown when I was headlining on the weekend. So I did like, I think one show Friday, two show Saturdays, I recorded that and it was all, it was all great. And then I recorded Nubian show headline. So okay. all this was all in one year. So that Trilipino album was just, uh, I took the best of whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah. And then uh, album covers, I knew Because my first album, I talked a lot about being a parent. That's my whole thing about being this like ethnic hip hop oriented parent, this urban like, you know, Um, because when I perform, you know, I don't dress like a regular comedian. People are like, is he a rapper or a comedian? So like, I had to do so (laughs) I had to do something like that. So my first album, I always said to myself, my my album covers are going to incorporate my kids. So the first one I had my son and he was all like, you know, he has like a neck tattoo and a grill and a, and a cartoon version. And then next was my daughter and she's getting, and she's actually just like getting a neck tattoo while smoking a blunt and uh, just very ignorant, ignorant, like stupid um, play on, um, you know, just, just stupid hip hop stuff, you know? Um, right. Because if you listen to my album, it's very hip hop uh, influenced my, my flow and style. And then just me, talking about a parent being a parent so it's it's it's, it's weird uh it's like snoop an al- like a snoop album mixed with fucking uh everybody loves raymond like it's weird you know what <laughs> i mean like it's just weird but um yeah and then uh i have a good buddy who's a great uh harold shout out to him 
he's my uh designer so he does a lot of good design stuff and um he's just been always been a, a dope artist from around the way and i and i hit him up i was like can you do my album and he's like yeah 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 but the thing with him is he's he's so busy with his pieces that uh like he has exclusive clients like exclusive people to work with so even when i tried to alley up him to other people he's like nah keith i just worked with you so i'm so happy that i got an artist that like you know oh so, that's awesome yeah that is so sick though. so like yeah oh, that's cool right because then nobody can i guess copy the look of that album yeah yeah that's so very cool. um and that was that. Yeah. And then I think um, I tried to make all my albums different. So I, I don't like I don't, I don't even like to put um, my track names as like if I if I have a track about homeless people, I'm not going to put homeless people. I'll put something like, you know, dude's talking to a pigeon. Like, you know what I mean? Like so <laughs> something weird. Like so even when you're like listening to the album and you're looking at the track list, you're still laughing. There's right. Layers of, of comedy within the um within the uh a joke but it just sucks because like i'll look at um people will send me screenshots of my album being played and stuff and i just won't know what track it is i won't I'm like, what joke is that because i'm like oh shit i i try to uh, such a comp like my first album grand ecology i made i made the track list so complex that i forgot like there's one track called Recess Ruckus that keeps getting played and people show me. And I don't know what that is. And I found out it's my joke about like being a janitor is, and throwing do the janitor. Do you write it down? Like, I think I would probably put down whatever I use in my notes, like for reference. Like do I have- do, but I don't like once I put it out, I forget everything. I'm like, okay, I don't have to worry about that no more. Oh. I have to look at my phone. Yeah, I would have to. After you put out yeah. an album, do you do that material anymore? Or are you just like, we're just starting from new, starting from scratch? It all depends. Yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes, like what sucks about this year for me or last year that, that because, you know, we were just doing small shows and all of a sudden clubs opened. Yeah. You know, so for me, it was, you know, being a headliner, I was either doing seven to tens or 45s <laughs> you know so i didn't know what 20s were anymore because we were like we would do shows in the city and then we get sent out or we'll headline a club or whatever and then i have like 45 and then and then back to monday tuesday wednesdays i'm doing fucking seven to tens you yeah. know <laughs> so with that being said like i was for sure grabbing stuff when i when the 45s hit i was for sure grabbing stuff from the album upstairs i was still for sure still doing it because at the end of the day when you're doing your stuff um, and this is Canada, of course, you know, eight out of 10 times people in the audience didn't listen to your album, gotcha. you know, they haven't, they haven't know. So, um, and the crazy thing about it was, I remember I did, uh, um, what the fuck's that town that, um, Shania Twain's from? Is it, what's it called again? I should know. Uh, I love Shania. I know. Ugh. Uh, Timmins, Ontario. Yeah. Timmins, Ontario. I was doing Timmins and then you, you, you zip across. And you do uh, Iroquois Falls, and so I did this. I did the shows there, and this one guy, uh, he follow. He, he said he was a big fan. He followed me to Timmins. Uh, he was he was from Timmins, so he did my show and he saw my show in Timmins. And then he brought so he brought his boys first, and then he brought his wife. He followed me to Iroquois Falls and brought his wife, <laughs> and um, so he was actually requesting tracks from the album. I did um different jokes i literally on purpose did different jokes because i wanted to show you know you know you ever do that sometimes like yeah i want to show certain fans i got more shit yeah and he was upset he's like i brought my wife here man (laughs) i I wanted her to show you the jokes that you made me and my friends laugh at i was like oh man i thought like he came up to me after the show and he's like dude you didn't do this joke you didn't i thought i fucking impressed the guy meanwhile he comes back after and he was so disappointed like I drove my wife here 45 minutes from Timmins. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to Iroquois Falls here. And uh, <laughs> you didn't do the bangers. And I'm like, ah, I, I didn't know. So it's weird. It's honestly weird. Like, because when you have so much material um, and you have these albums, because you're sick of it. I'm pretty sure when you drop your album, you're going to be like, ah, okay, I'm done with this. Yeah. <laughs> Get this away from me. Yeah. So for those, we're like, I feel like for those, like, like I never do my my album stuff if I'm doing seven to ten in the city. That's when I'm working the new shit. 
Yeah. You know, someone's paying me money. Okay. You're getting the money material. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. If it's like Saturday night yeah. and getting paid to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So hundred percent. So, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to drop your album, you know, and mind you like comedy is always better when you're having fun. Right. So I feel like if you're not having fun with your old material, just scrap it because yeah. the audience will tell that you're not having fun either. <laughs> what right. kind of um like what is like the general vibe of your fans like people that come out to see your shows like what are their vibe because i get a lot of i really want younger people <laughs> to come out to my show what? what's but your I, let's hear it what's your thing the only people that reach out to me after shows like they'll send me like an instagram or like a facebook request or like people that are over the age of like 50 really yes and i'm like what well that's not true i mean it depends on where you are because when i went to new york um there was like a group of girls that were around my age that like wanted to hang out and like invited me to go to dinner and i was like this is so fun but i guess it just depends because most of the places on the road that we go to the population is just way old so it's like all of the yes, people yes that older yes. that happened to see me um, but I see that. I see like young girls in New York be like, because you do a lot of material about how you not having a good time. You're yeah. just disappointed all the time. So the yeah. girls would be like, yo, I'll, sh I'll show you a guy that knows how to pronounce Valentine's Day. Trust <laughs> in me. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, I can see that. But again, yeah, because we're also on the road and we're doing these fucking hockey fundraisers. So, you know what I mean? You know, they're not they're not out there. You know, Kayla and her friends, they're not going to be at that. No, they're not. <laughs> and I feel like the kind of young people that do go to these things, I don't want to get to know. I, I couldn't with them even if I wanted to. 100%. And the people who come to those, because the young, you know, and this is not a shout out to them. It's just we don't really mesh with certain people on the road. Like, I'll do shows and guys are like, stay after, man, let's have a drink. I'm like, I don't like the, no, no. 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 You know what I mean? And it's, yeah, exactly. So I think with me, uh i get a lot of different it's weird i get a lot of different i get a lot of the people that i want that i that i think that i like my fans like other like young filipinos or like ethnic they, they never i'm never there um they'll reach out to me and be like hey man y'all you're 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 an inspiration man that's how you want tv man y'all um blah 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 this and that yo you're great you're so funny and then it'll be like so, yo, I'm a photographer, and if you need headshots, and I'm like, you piece <laughs> of shit, then I'll look at his page. He's like, this guy's not even following me, this fucking guy. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, I'll get these weird, and then I'll get some of the same type of, like, um, like an older mother would come. Oh, my goodness. You are just so hilarious. You know, and one of those, like, you, uh, my, my son's trying to do comedy. Uh, can oh. you let him? And I'm doing, oh, God. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'll get these weird... Uh, like I get it to, it's weird. I get a, I get a, I get a mix of everything and yeah. I'll get a, a lot of, um, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, I get a lot of, I wouldn't say, uh, like what's a Canadian Trump supporter? Like, it's weird. Like I'll get these like guys who say like weird, like this one guy like messes me and he's like, Yo, man, I saw you in Niagara Falls, man. You're so funny. He's dropping N-bombs, F-bombs. And I'm like, oh my what God. made you think that I would want to? He's like, come back to my hotel room. I got some. I was like, naughty. I should have posted a screenshot. It's crazy. The guy was psycho. And I'm like, what made you think that I'm like, you know, like I, I would use these words. <laughs> like, what? what made you think that I'm like, and he was like from Buffalo and like, which made sense. But like, yeah, he was just like, y'all come, you can double to my wife for smoking crack. And I'm like, whoa, 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 man, whoa. Like, it's weird. Okay, in the other room. I um have a really, I have a big problem performing in places where like, if I uh, sense that the crowd is like, you know, like you go to like Niagara Falls or like just like small yeah. towns where it's just like, I... I don't, I don't have respect for anybody that lives here. I don't care. Like I, I tend to have a really bad attitude about things like that. And when I have, when I don't like the crowd, I have a better set because I'm looser and I don't care what they think of me. But when I am performing somewhere <laughs> where I feel like I will get along with the crowd, I feel like I act differently because I'm just like, I want to be this person that you guys will like, or I'm going to like what I you're think you're going to like. I know what I like about you. You're from the GTA. I can tell when I first met you, I'm like, you're not these, 
people who went to Humber from like Nova Scotia. Like I could tell you're a, you're a GTA girl because we have. I'm from the I'm from Toronto. You know what I mean? I, we you know same area, same thing. Like we have this bougie mentality about us. Like if you're from like the subway line, like if you grew up in the GTA, you have a bougie mentality. Like you're too good for anything. Mm-hmm. Like you saw, like the greatest thing could happen in your life, and you're like, I'm, "This is not enough. This is not enough." Jay Z and Justin Timberlake can be at a nightclub, and you're like, "What? Why is there a lineup? Yeah. I don't want. Well, I don't give a fuck. Like we're the most bougiest people on, on earth, and that's great. And you know what? And that's what a thing. But when you do see the thing about you is is it's funny because if you really listen to your jokes, you're just being an asshole. You're really complaining because you're you're most of the times comedians are funnier when we're angry when we're complaining about something. Yeah. So when you really hate the place, you're committing more to the jokes because it's passionate. Yeah. You know. Yes. And then because because I did so I did when I did JFL I did a joke about like not wanting my daughter to suck a dick. You know okay. what I mean? And I would like and I had this joke and then Chris Rock did a similar joke on his special so I stopped doing it. <laughs> so like ah oh, no I just said how like I want to install fear in her heart every time she eats a cylinder object so i did the joke and then jb smooth came up to me after and this is the greatest advice i probably one of the greatest advice i've ever had in comedy. jb smooth who's you know a funny guy but he's not like no one's quoting his jokes you know what i mean like he's not up there in terms of like no one's nailing his top five but he's a very funny guy he's very versatile i love him i look up to the guy and um he came up to me and he's like yo man that's very funny shit you said about your daughter but you gotta commit He's like, the reason why they're half laughing is because you're half into it. Because once you're into it and you truly believe it and it's your fucking like word is balling, it's your heart, they're going to laugh. And then once I started committing, once I started thinking that everybody was going to start agreeing with me, what I was saying, everybody started dying. So I feel like that's why you're killing because you're so committed into it. Like people know that you're fucking for real and it's funny. Right. But when you're like, I don't want to make I want only I, I don't want to offend these people. Like some of these people are actually nice. And yeah. then people are like, wait, is she a dick or is she nice? So when you're in a small town and you're like in fucking, you know, Alliston with these people that you hate, yeah. people know it. They're like, oh, this is really funny because I can tell she's fucking for real. So I think um, once you start getting that, I here's the thing about me. Um uh, my career started getting better when I stopped giving a fuck when I was just like, no, I'm going to say what the fuck I want to say. And you know, we've done the road together. You know, I say what the, exactly what the fuck I want to say. And I'm going to be like, ah, you crazy hick bastards. Like I'll say it in front of their face on the road and they'll just love it. Cause they're like, yeah, this guy's for real. He's not, uh, he was I with you when we did the gig in Orangeville and I think it was me, you and Hunter Collins. And we, there was like a, like people there that had just gotten out of a funeral I think was it no I think was it me and you and Bevinick was that it no I think it was me you and Hunter Hunter maybe okay go on yeah I got a funeral and they just got out of a funeral <laughs> and I got so mad because they weren't laughing at my jokes and yeah. they were just like very serious the whole time and yeah. I think I had like like because while you were on stage like I do this thing where like I and it's probably not good but I will like prepare for my set while the host is on stage. So I'm like kind of listening, but not really. And I think you touched upon it, but I was just learning about it for the first time when I got on stage. So I got so mad at this group of people and they were like, we just came from a funeral, relax. And I, for some reason, got even more mad at them. And I was just like, well, why are you here? If you just came from a funeral. And I was like trying to be like nice. Cause I was like, I feel bad for you guys. Cause something terrible yeah. just happened. But also why would you come here? Like you're making my life so shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then they ended up thing, like in the middle of, they, they left like before you brought up the headliner, whoever it was that night. Cause they were, they were, kind of they maybe they realized they shouldn't have been there i don't know but it's like in moments yeah. like that i don't know if it's right or wrong but i do i thought shiva was there because i don't remember that but, okay maybe that uh, was right then maybe because i remember i did this room with you i did it twice and one of the times was with you and i can't remember if you were hosting or not but i do remember there was one time we were i think it was orangeville though it was one of these towns it was me you rob Bemenick. Orangeville, and... I hate Orangeville is the worst. I've only had weird bad. <laughs> no, but this was the set where like you, and then I think you were doing like you, 
you weren't having fun off the top and then someone said something and then you went off maybe this might be the same night maybe this might be the same night and then you went off and then you got them and then you're like you gave them off stage you're like that was weird i'm like no it's because you didn't give a fuck because you right, stopped giving I also, a fuck i hate when I, like i don't like that i have to be mad at the audience to like do well do you know what i mean it's like why do i have to talk to you because then once you start doing that it's like that's all they want you know because they've established that that's what they like yeah and then i feel like i have to do that the whole time and then i have to like weave in jokes in and out of like talking to them and it's like i feel yeah. like the crutch almost and it's like i just want my material to do well in a town that i hate instead of no but what, what's good at... sorry yeah yeah inside to yeah. one instead of instead of having to like use that as a crutch i don't even think that's a crutch i think that's just um if you can kill like that then kill just you guys learn how to transition them into like because i used to do crowd work and then the crowd work was so good that i couldn't even go back into material anymore because that's all they wanted right and then but then i would have to like do like an abrupt stop and be like all right now shut up now fred fuck off man let me do my material okay i get it you're here with your wife and this is your third anniversary okay we get it now okay we got your applause let me do my fucking job this is my dream don't ruin my dream you know what I mean? And then people just start laughing. You know, when you when you when you come into a complete halt or like you just call it out, I think it's fine. And you know, uh it's weird because you can't really predict these things when they happen. Yeah. You can't. But I think when so what I do is like I did I did <laughs> I did Nubian show recently, and this is like 50% capacity, it's like probably 80 people, maybe at uh boxing day that just passed and uh so you know it's a nubian show and uh everybody there on the show knows me so they know what i do so i'm there like i'm just looking at the audience and then jay martin and like keisha brownie and Sabrina, they're all like oh there he is he's cooking the boy's cooking because they know i'm gonna do crowd work um uh, and that's what exactly what i do so i think from that what i do is i hate not knowing the beginning of the show like I I'll watch the first 15 minutes with the hosts and then I'll fuck off. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, that's all I need to watch. I'll see who's paying attention. Who's, you know, which groups rowdy did the host address them? And if so, what do they say? Maybe I could write off that, you know, and, and it's just, cause you could really tell right off the top, you can either tell how they're going to be right. That's why the host has a really important job. People don't realize like, you know, <laughs> that's a really for a job. And, and um, so you really don't know how these things are going to turn out. But then when you analyze the first 15 minutes, you kind of like, OK, cool. If I talk to this group, they're going to talk back. But this group's into it, but they kind of get that it's a show. So I will talk to this group, say something funny to let the audience know I'm prepared for whatever their heat and then bam so i usually do that and then so the, the talkative group would then shut up like oh shit he's ready and then the group that already kind of has the etiquette will be like oh okay so then you, you know what i mean yeah that's you right. don't want to go out to the too drunk and fucking because then it's just exactly you're just fighting those motherfuckers but you know that's so interesting yeah i never i honestly don't really i don't think i've ever started a set with doing crowd work unless there's something happening that's like very obviously like i have to talk about yeah. it because then yeah. yeah, that's right it, where it's like I think the times where I've done that the most is probably the Niagara Falls yuck yucks just because it's literally the wild west like I don't even know what the energy is in that club it's so bizarre <laughs> yeah. and psychotic I don't know what's going on it just feels it's, like it's... you're kind of trying to tame a group of like it's like everybody just got out of prison or something and are just stepping out into the world for the first time like the energy is insane yeah you're like a supply teacher in an inner city school all right guys hey 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 hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah over here hey 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 yeah uh, yeah but fun, yeah though. they're really those are fun i like sets like that because they are fun i feel like i'm most myself when um that happens in a weird way and like sets that are like when you get to do your full material and it and it those are fun and those are nice but it is yeah. always like a treat when i can like get mad at the audience and make them still yeah, Not I remember uh, I did Niagara Falls. The last time I did it was um, I was asked to middle. And I was just like, what's the weekend? And they're like, oh, Jeff Paul and Jerry Cantwell. I was like, oh, that's fun. Let's do that. And it was, and when you work, when you do a weekend with your with your homies, it's such a fun time, a good, good group of friends. And then we did one show 
And it was just, it was, they were so drunk, but it was the last show of the weekend. Um, they were so drunk, small, mighty crowd. But I was even like a little buzzed. So I was kind of like, I go, I go to Jeff. I'm like, yo, man, um, uh, I'm just going to do crowd work. Try not to do it. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go all the way in and see how long I go. 20 minutes straight. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then he he couldn't resist because they were just so drunk. Yeah. And he ended up to doing it. So I was like, all right, scratch that idea. You know, because you never know with these fucking people. It's, it's true. You, you, you know, and, and, and the thing is, it's a casino. So some yeah. of these people just lost their money. So they might not be in the best <laughs> of moods, you know? That's so funny. Uh, I've never been at that uh, club and there's there's never not been somebody with their feet on a chair, like shoes off or on, but like on a chair. Like they always have their feet kicked up on something. That's so funny. It's I so true. Always the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And it's always like the most gankiest socks. It's not never the nicest socks. <laughs> no it's like they're clearly too stretched out and like they're kind of dangling off the like they've been through it today they've been clearly hiking yeah. through the falls yeah and you don't even know if it's brown gray socks you yeah know, it could be anything and then it's like that's gross and, yeah. and, and most of the time it's some dude and he's with his wife and the wife's just like oh that's just my husband he's just a slob <laughs> like you kind of want to be like you fucking asshole put your foot away but then you kind of want to be like check your date buddy yeah 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 Excuse me, ma'am. Yeah. Your date. They're both on the same page about the socks being on the table. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, no, it's fine. He's had a hard day. Yeah. I have seen some of the worst things at like another common thing is people will um, take the chicken wing that they're eating, like the bones of the chicken wings and just collect them like on the table and like no plate. They'll just like put them on the table, maybe like a napkin if they're feeling like kind, but I've seen that a lot at like every, at almost every club. Like except- I get it. You're sharing chicken wings. You don't want to put your bones in the same plate, but like they invented this thing called side plates. Yeah. You know? And I think it doesn't hurt if you just ask for one. Yeah. But I get it. Some people are just ratchet. You know, this is a uh, Niagara Falls here. Some of those are locals. Yeah. <laughs> um, where are some of your favorite places in the country to perform? Do you like performing in Toronto? Is it like your favorite place to be? It all depends on the show. It's not even the, the places. It's the shows that I like. I love, you know what though? Um, in terms of Canada, I love, um, I love West Coast. I love Alberta. I also love Nova Scotia, man. Mm-hmm. Halifax is fucking, how, what's cool about Halifax is, is they're smart and they're also hip. Does that make sense? Oh, like they're also like that. very accepting of like, like, y- you know, when you do uh, a show, like, you know, I'm, I'm a Filipino guy and I'll, I'll, I'll do shows, you know, in not the most Filipino populated areas. And, uh, you know, you get, you get, you get, you get the, the, you know, you get treated like an escalator. You get a lot of stairs, you know what I mean? You get a lot of stairs and yeah. Right. And then, <laughs> so that, um, but when you go like Nova Scotia and shit, they're like, they're like, you know, Oh man, you know, they're, they're like, they're all cool. You know what I mean? I, I can't explain it. It's like, like even older white guys will come up to me and like recite Wu Tang lyrics and like yo no yeah yeah it's like oh whoa 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 I didn't expect this like they're just really cool and but also smart like they don't want no weak shit yeah you know what I mean so um that's probably one of my favorite places I love uh just that no because Nova Scotia too is is like uh have you done the Halifax fest no. Yeah. Okay. You will do it, obviously, because you got it like that. Hopefully, in full capacity. But you do a show at like fucking two p.m. on a Sunday, and they're hammered already. Oh my god! No way. Yeah, it's at a bar. And you're like, what? And they're like, they're like, yeah, we need you in like hair and makeup at eleven, like eleven a.m. <laughs> they're like, yeah, and then you get to the bar, and then you get there, and then like, there's other comments already. I'm like, wait, this is the second show? Yeah, we had one at 11. I'm like, what? What? Like, they, it's just live. Like, it's live. And 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 I remember getting hammered at that show and then walking out and it was like daytime. Like, yeah, parents are just still walking their kids. I'm like, geez, this fucking province. I'm like, I'm like God. So they're always having fun. And uh, yeah, but um but in terms of actual like my favorite room to play out is is when it's when it's at its peak form is kenny robinson's room it's just the best the newbie show i remember i was headlining uh halifax yuck yucks yeah and then they asked me to do the sunday 
but it was a show Sunday and I was like, no, 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 I got to come back and do newbie. <laughs> and they're like, really? You rushed back? I was like, yeah, man. So much. I love the show, you know? And it was crazy because that show, I think like Russell Peters did like a guest spot. He was just in town and he came oh up and, and it was just one of those thunderous rooms. I think Arthur Simeon did a set where like the green room was shaking. Like I was, I remember oh I was my upstairs God, that's in the green crazy. room. And like Whoa. the whole room was just shaking. Like that place is just, it's insane. It's insane how, like, when you kill, there's a video of me. Uh, I have a video of me of the first time I do a newbie. And, and if you really, I, I do a joke. And if you watch it, I think it's like 90 seconds, like almost a minute 30 of just waiting to for the applause to die. That is you so. Know? And I think that was like 2011 or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who the fuck knows? Yeah. But yeah, man. But yeah. Oh, that's so cool. No, what about you? You have one? yet i don't know like i um i honestly haven't been to many places like i just went to vancouver recently that was my first time there but i don't I like know, vancouver like, i think it's fun like it's just like a place to perform i mean like the actual city itself is very interesting i don't know that i would ever move there but i think that um it's just not cultured enough i think there's just a lot of like old white people um and I brought my mom and my mom like grew up in Toronto so of course she was like let's go check out their little Italy and there was like three pizza places and it was just like <laughs> not, you know there was like, you know their their China their Asian like stuff is big that's for culture but then I feel like that's where it ends yeah yeah that's you know what I mean like they don't have Portuguese chicken or like you know like yeah potato comes in balls you can do that man get out of here yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so uh but that was, um, you know, it was a fun place to perform. It was fine. I mean, the yeah, for sure. Like everybody that came to the show was like, there was no, there was no real diversity in the crowd uh, for sure. No, but that's, um, that's pretty much the only uh, place. Like I perform usually in Ontario. So like within Ontario, I'd say like Kitchener Waterloo has been really fun. Have you ever done Ottawa? Yeah. You've done Ottawa. How do you like Ottawa? It's fun. They're not, it's like, I, I'm neutral to it. It's, I don't really have anything like, crazy positive mm-hmm. negative to say about it i usually feel like with ottawa though they're they when they go to they go i've, I've when they go to comedy clubs and like it's always a, an event i feel like they dress up okay yeah. you know like when okay. they when people in ottawa go out they don't only want to see the show they also want to be seen like it's weird <laughs> they want to be seen okay yeah like yeah. it's it's but like it's you know like i was doing this freaking i was doing uh this the the burden nick birdies festival and he has that cool place the laugh lounge so he had we had the last show there best of the fest it's like me chris chris robinson and and uh fuck i forgot that guy brett brett uh ah fuck brett morin no brett forte brett Not west brett morin didn't <laughs> the the ottawa okay well no brett morin no you should have been there <laughs> i don't even know brett morin but um I'm pretty sure he's great, but so we did the show and um, they were like, yo, people were just taking selfies, you know what I mean? Right before the shows. And I was just like, you barely see that, you know? And I was like, oh, everybody's kind of wants to be seen here. Like this is like the hot spot, I guess. Like, yeah, I like that. I like when people dress up for shows. It just makes me feel like they really want to be there, you know? Yeah. And it's like, okay, you're going to bring energy to this show. That's very fun. The funniest is when you go to a place like, and it's not, it's like in, it's in the, on the road and everybody's dressed up. You're like, Oh, they're, they're ready. And then it's just the most rest. Like you yeah. could have came out here and jogging pants. Cause yeah. that, that blazer is not doing you justice. It's not giving you any more class. Cause once you've opened your mouth, it's game over, sir. Yeah. Game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. It's fine. Uh, no, that's very interesting. But yeah, Kitchener Waterloo, honestly, probably my favorite place to perform. I think I kind of like performing there a little bit better than Toronto. I'm not going to lie. I don't know why people there are like very on it. They're like, they're cool. They're smart, but they also want to be there. So I feel like sometimes in Toronto, sometimes I feel like audiences feel like they're, you know, like too cool type of thing. The thing or with me though is like cool. Toronto would be in a typical Toronto, Toronto audience, it probably would be the last place I'd want to perform tell you yeah. truth, in this country. Like yeah. A typical, you know, if you just get a mix of everybody and just throw them in a place, you yeah. know, and, you know, yeah. not the best crap, you know? 
yeah not the best god we've all done like the drake or uh or the riv oh. at one point you know what i mean so uh, it's yeah. one it's one of those because you know because there's other shows too like you know people say you know like crimson wave has a great audience you know everybody i feel like if you have your audience that's the good shows in toronto yeah does that make sense like like the weed rooms are great because they're you know they're, they're there to smoke you know uh like the urban shows are good because it's that type of thing and yeah you know like you do like 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 daniel woodrow's show perfect 10 on a comedy bar yeah you know that's a great show because it's all young people cool happening you know people who don't want to uh think too much they want to laugh but also they get the jokes if you're smart you know yeah. but that's what i feel like kitchener is too yeah you know what i mean when you're on the but road some ratchet places you could do in kitchener and you're just like oh, oh that's the type of shit they wanted they wanted nine dick jokes instead right but yeah um and this is probably a question that me and you both know the answer to but when you're on the road do you ever feel yeah. are you good at keeping yourself like entertained like are you good at like coming up with things to do i mean like the thing is always like oh just go and like go to the whatever market is on that weekend or like just go find something to do in like the small town or like um make notes about the town and then bring it up at the show and things that you've like observed and stuff um do you yeah, do no yeah i do that on, on new towns when i'm in when I'm a new place but i don't really go anywhere i'm very um i'm very introverted i don't like you know i don't like social settings when it's i don't feel comfortable with the people and then yeah, like yeah. you know or like i'll do these towns and like people will fly me in and like yo yeah. the promoter will have some like lackey that picks me up from the airport and i gotta hang out with this dude and he'll take me to these places but i'll usually be like nah man he's like no we gotta go i was like no we don't have to go anywhere just take me to a hotel it's fine yeah i can get a, i can get a view from here <laughs> i can see it from here you can just tell me a just tell me an interesting story about yep. a moose and then i'll bring it up don't worry <laughs> i'll read about it you know what i mean like at that point i'm just like you know especially in canada where i feel like it has the same you know, I ha I I I have like same opening jokes like you know oh this place looks like they have a a, a fudge at their gas stations and you know what I mean but that that can work yeah. with like nineteen different towns right in Ontario so like I do uh, when I land like if it's a new city I'll do kind of like an excursion yeah but if it's a new if it's a place I've been to before I don't I I kind of just <clears throat> do my own thing just eat smoke yeah just kind of like i'll just sit in my room and google nearby pizza places and go get it and come back i uh recently i yeah. i know i keep bringing up the niagara falls yuck yucks but it was the last club that i played before we shut down and i brought one of my best friends and we were like thinking of activities to do because i've been there a million times and it's just like yeah. well, i mean let's just do this do something different this time instead of just like you know going to the falls or whatever so we went to the the tower have you been to the tower like the like the needle tower, like the one that looks like it's like you're in Seattle. And exactly. <laughs> so we went to that, and uh, I at first I didn't want to go because I was like, no, like I'm afraid of heights. Like this is not going to work out. But like we we were both kind of like freaked out about it, so we went. And um, as soon as I got to the top of the tower, I like looked out, and I got so dizzy and scared that I honestly thought I was going to faint. My face went numb. My arms went numb. Wow. I had the worst experience of my life. Cause I just like wanted to try something new. And then for like the rest of the day, I was like, just so on it. <laughs> but I like, we tried to do something fun in this like shitty small town and uh, it almost cost me my life. <laughs> it was so scary. I was up there for a second. We paid, we paid a ticket to get up there. And I got to the top and I was like, I immediately like went to like the floor because I like wanted to like get away from the windows so yeah. I like went under like towards the floor and I was like we need to get out of here and then I like cut in front of a family in line at they were like waiting for the elevators to go down and I like I was just so anxious I didn't even ask them I didn't even notice what was going on I just walked right in front of this family and got into the next elevator that showed up wow. and I just took it all the way down and the lady that was in the elevator was like just felt so bad for me she was like just look out like don't look down just look out and that it, family was like oh poor girl she must be dealing with a breakup yeah probably she probably said no to a proposal yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what i would think if i'm like you know at the bottom of the elevator of this, of this town this girl leaves in a frenzy i'm like 
definitely didn't want to marry that guy. Storm out. Because it's like Niagara Falls, too. It's supposed to be a romantic place. You know what I mean? Like, so, so. but yeah, that happened to me in a, I was in a North Carolina and there was a lighthouse and you just walk up the lighthouse and you, you don't really see where you're at. And then I was like, I'm not going to look. And then we did like probably like six, seven flights of stairs. And then there was a, a window. And then I looked, I was like, oh God, because I'm scared of heights too. I'm really scared of heights. Like I get fucking, it's crazy for a guy who's lived in a lot of buildings in my life. And, and <laughs> you know what I mean? In, my, in the place I live, I live on the seventh floor. So my wife's like, are you, are you cool? Like she knows why I'm like, are, are you cool? You cool? Seventh? I was like, seven's fine. Seven, yeah. you know? Are you if still I can see the 16th floor? of a condo with my family anyway and i was fine with that but now no i can't do did that. you have a balcony we had a balcony yeah did you always go out on the balcony and stuff yeah. or no go out and hang out and just see what's going on it was totally fine that wouldn't freak you out because no. i lived on a balcony like every time when i was in i think it was also the no 14th floor 13th floor so 13th floor um when I would step out on the balcony, I would just get all these like visions of falling and all this stuff. And then I was like, no, no, I can't do this. I have to step out. It's weird. I'm not a, like a balcony guy. You're not a but, I know. Yeah. If it was too windy, I'd be like, the wind is going to somehow pick me up and carry me off this balcony. I can't be on here. Yeah. yeah. That's but, really- um, it's crazy too. Cause my condo is, uh, so it, we got it when it was first building. So we had all like first dibs on the development and everything like that. So uh, my wife saw like, do you want to do like two stories or a nice one story, nice balcony? And I was like, no, yeah, I don't want a balcony. I'm going to use that like three months out of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely not. No, get it out of here. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? And so it was, it wasn't even a compromise. Yeah. It wasn't like, no, we're going bigger condo. <laughs> I don't care about a balcony. She's like, yeah, but you like to smoke. And I'm like, I can do that downstairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not, I'm not living on the balcony. Like, how long do you think these joints are? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right? It's just, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. You know? That's dope. Um, yeah. Well, I guess my next question for you is because we're going to probably wrap it up. It's been about an hour, but what, uh, what are you working on? What's going on? What's your, are you, do, are you working on anything? You're working on another album? Are you just kind of hanging tight, fighting uh, the wave of the pandemic or? What's going on? Well, uh, funny you asked. No, I'm joking. Uh, no, I was, I was, um, I was supposed to do some stuff in the states, and it, it, I was supposed to go to, in January. I was supposed to do some, um, do some shows, and then this Omicron thing hit. So I don't, I didn't know if I came back, I would be stuck somewhere. So I, I kind of put that on the halt, and I'm gonna push it to March. So I'm planning on going and like doing some shows in like Vegas and like southern california northern california in, in march and then um that's uh and then we i had this weekly uh monthly show that i did with chris robinson but that's obviously put on a hiatus and then that's pretty much it i'm not working on any album i'm honestly keeping it very very low-key this year um i kind of want to uh you know i here's the thing this lockdown uh for me personally if it was just three weeks, which we all know it's not going to be, <laughs> I would be happy because it's, we, if you notice when everything opened up, it was fucking, I remember it was one week where I had like nine shows and I was like, oh yeah. my God, we're back to normal, man. Like yeah. I can't breathe. Like, you know, and um, I was going on the road again and I had like Alberta booked. I, I just did Ottawa. I was doing all the stuff and I was, yeah, it was, and I was like, oh shit. And then people were like, oh, there might be a lockdown. I'm like, hmm. Please, just a little one. Just a little one. Slow it back down. Because the only thing with me, though, is like, I've, uh, you know, um, I got a lot of good press that happened at the end of the year with uh, Interior Bang and, and Now Magazine. So, you know, if you're listening, check those those articles out. Um, and I had a pretty good year on a lot of things. And um, I think this year, I'm telling you the truth, I'm just gonna concentrate more now and just being a nice stay home, low key dad and stuff like I love I love being a stay home dad. I love I have these twins at home, obviously, you know, and uh, I wanted to take a break to, you know, be there in their lives and and I'm, I'm there now. So it's, it's, it's fun. And I just like it. I like uh, at, at one point in my life, I was like, I don't like routine routines for suckers. And now like, I'm just a big 
routine guy, you know, nap time this time. That's why I'm just like, oh, if we're gonna do this podcast, it has to be in a certain time frame. And da, da, da. I know I'm so anal about it, but thank, but thank you for accommodating for that. And but yeah, like, I think I'm just gonna chill out and like, I'm not gonna work on anything right now or even think about it because I don't know what's gonna happen. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna work on just getting out there, going to America, doing some shows in the states. Um, I'm trying to go back to New York and Chicago, probably in the summer. Yeah, and I'm just gonna worry about that because. I'll be honest with you, uh, when this border opens up, us Canadians, you might get forgotten again, man. So I want to, <laughs> you know what I mean? I've got to make moves, bro. I know. No, I feel you. So, well, actually you, uh, I just said, I feel you. That's the kind of yeah. influence that you've had on me, this podcast. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, I feel you. You're a hip hop influence. Um, we have the same immigration lawyer which is pretty yes. cool. I love working with Paul. Yes. Paul is awesome. But also, where are you planning on moving? It's a little difficult sometimes. Yeah. Uh, does, does Paul always say, um, um, he always has that, that like cowboy like, oh, yeah. you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you, know what you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing about Paul is, well, you gotta notice about him is, is um, he lets you do all the work, but at the same time, that's kind of better because you don't have to explain anything yeah does that make sense yeah because i noticed like you're like okay this is my letter from so-and-so this is my letter from and this is for this category and this is for that category but when you're doing it yourself you're like no nah, i know what this says look it over pal if it's fucking done it's fucking done like he's like, yeah. he's like a ta right you know you're handing your project you're like let me know if this uh reaches the criteria we're good to go yeah but uh i'm planning to move to california i got representation over there in, in, in socal and uh, they've been just fucking, they're probably going to drop me anytime soon because they're like, bro, what's going on here? Keith, we're waiting. We're waiting. And uh, my, 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 my green card process has been uh, put on a, a bit of a hiatus through this freaking pandemic, man. It's, it's slowed down and, and uh, stuff. So I might be here for longer, which is, I'm not happy with, but I mean, it's, it is what it is. I love Canada. I love it just it sucks when you all of your friends are like i feel like i i fucked up and um all my friends have graduated high school and i'm still stuck finishing grade 12 and like i fooled around too much and like you know you got mirage and pavone and the bonus and all all these guys just in fucking you know other cities and towns and you're just like yeah yeah keep still in canada still yeah, rotting away there in the cult but um part of what you say what no i get a little bit of fomo too for sure like my my friend like salma you know just moved there and i'm like oh my god that seems like so much fun and it's like i want to she's gonna make it there so badly yeah yeah no that girl is um when i first saw her i, I already knew i was like this girl she's incredible. She has such a unique voice and she's so easy to work with and very yeah. genuine she's like i don't think i know anybody that's like as likable like you don't need but to thing, know that much about her to be a fan. Yeah, and the thing crazy too is like, you know, and I'm as an ethnic comic that's been doing this for a while. I'm not a big fan of of you know woke over joke because now there's a new there's a new you know narrative where it's like, you know, I see a lot of guys who look like me are getting a lot of things faster and only because they look like me without working. I'm like, no motherfucker, like, you know how hard it was to to be this universal and now you're just getting things because you know a little bit of you know your nationality's history <laughs> you know what i mean like a lot of these comics are like let me tell you something about the philippines let me tell you something about asia i'm like no we don't care I'm yeah. i hate that shit i hate this woke over joke movement and but when you see a person like selmo you're just like okay she's not like even if it wasn't like you can take her out you could take her religion away you could take anything else away from her she's still going to be funny. Like Courtney Gilmore as well. Like a lot of people thought like her, her handicap was her crutch. And it's like, no, but if you take those things away, she's still funny. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing that I look at with people. Like if you take a lot of these things away from these people, and unfortunately, Salma, there's a lot of people who were riding that type of wave of, of like her religion and all this stuff like that. And they weren't that funny, you know? And I'm like, yeah, we all know why you're here. You know what I mean? But hers is like, no, you're fucking good. And, and she's like and even her jokes are so like um this became a Selma Hindi fucking podcast but yeah even her jokes are are like so uh so real where you you, you couldn't like 
I, I would watch all the comedians like, who wrote that for you, bro? Yeah. Like, I could tell like when other comedians like they'll do their set and then they'll throw another joke and like that's not yours. Yeah, that's not that's a different rhythm. That's a different pace. That yeah. is not yours. Yeah, and uh, but you could tell all of her shit is just like, yeah, it's all of her shit. Yeah, one hundred. So true. Like, nobody could do those. And, jokes and, 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 she does them. And I feel the same way with you though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm, with you, you don't also have to. Too, you're also, I'm. At, you don't have to do no this. i remember i saw you at the hangover show after i remember i saw you one time and then i'm like oh yeah, yeah, yeah she's fine and then i saw you like probably months later and you got a lot better and then i'm like whoa Julia rodriguez fuck she's killing it <laughs> she's fucking great and then you're on stage you're like yeah i'm only like i think this was like probably like two maybe two three years ago how old are you now i'm 24 you're 20 yeah you were like i'm 21 years old or something like that i'm like what and i was so mad and i'm like this kid's gonna fucking oh she's so mature like she's only 21 and she has this comedic voice she's gonna kill it but like okay yeah you know what i mean saying that that means a lot i mean yeah i mean you probably know this and i've said this to you already but it means a lot coming from the likes of you because you've done so much and you've been around for so long and obviously you're so funny and i uh i really appreciate that so thank you for saying that no thanks homie it's all good no thank you uh and, but uh, yeah you I know think- i've always fucked with you i was <laughs> what well, well, sorry what you kind of cut out there i was gonna say uh just back to moving to the states quickly i just get so uncomfortable whenever i get compliments like that on this podcast so we're gonna go back okay. to uh what what was i gonna say that's no, okay Okay, moving ahead. to America. So moving to so you're going to move to California. Where am I, I going? Uh, I think I would probably have to move to New York because it just kind of, it's close to home. It's cheaper to fly home, which is probably something I'd have to do. And um, I also like, I don't know. I like the vibe there. I also don't drive. So having the subway there would probably be good. Don't, if I didn't, if I didn't have, like I had more connections in California. That's one reason why I'm going. But New York is a more vibe for me because New York is like, New York, New York is the place where you don't have to schmooze as much. Okay, you yeah. can kill it and let your work do the talking. Oh, that's you know what cool. I mean. You yeah. kill it and they'll find you. L- LA, you got to be found. See, I hate you know what I mean. Schmoozing part of I'm not good at that. Like I'm so bad at networking. It's it's and I feel like it's harmful to my career because I don't schmooze literally at all. Like I'll only reach out to somebody if like we've spoken and I feel like they like me, but I would never like go out of my way to like talk to somebody who doesn't know about me at all and like try to talk to them. It's the worst. And so uncomfortable too. You gotta it force is, yeah. this fake relationship. Disgusting. Yeah, I, I hate that. But uh, uh, I think, yeah, I think a lot of um, uh, people such as yourself who are just really good at the comedian side of things um really like yeah new york is like you know and when you see the people who move to la you kind of tell like you know you know like 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 this is not uh being a shot to them at all but like you know like a matt o'brien julia lakowitz is like you know that's an la couple oh for sure looking couple very you know very uh social you know that's that's an la move right there you know yeah Yeah. (laughs) Because I just wear too much black to be there. I also need all four seasons. Like I couldn't be somewhere that's like 40 degrees in the summer. Unless yeah, I- it feels like you have no progress. You're like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's beach all year. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, for me, like, you know, and I'm not going to lie to you. I would love to just move to Atlanta because uh, they call that black Hollywood. And I, and I strive well in black rooms and I feel like, you know, are you even famous if you're not black famous? Like, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Right. <laughs> you know, every real famous comedian, they're all like ethnically or urbanly famous. Like, I think the best, the most famous white comedian right now <laughs> is probably like, who do you think? Bill Burr, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, maybe Bill Burr, yeah. Right? Like, who, you know, like the main ones are like Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle. We all know these, like, these trademark faces. Mm-hmm. But that's just me, though. Like, but then again, Atlanta's very hot too. So, right. <laughs> you know, I'm all about the four seasons. There we go. Boom. I need hoodies, man. I need sweaters. <laughs> I need a nice occasional scarf. Yeah. I need a jacket, a nice bomber jacket. Um, yeah. Keith, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, I know we've been uh, trying to do this since the, the second lockdown. 
Second first lockdown. one or whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to do this. I'm sure that things are uh, busy with two twins. <laughs> uh, no, it's fine, though. Thanks for having me. This was great. Oh, thank you. And um, yeah, I don't know. I guess hopefully I see you soon. Shows come yeah. back. Maybe we'll get to do the Niagara Falls Yuck Yucks together and <laughs> go to the tower. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely do something together. Have yeah. a panic attack at the tower. Yeah, I feel like <gasps> a person to have a panic attack in front of. I feel like you would handle it well. I feel like you would yeah. be pretty non-judgmental about it. I would probably be panicking with you because I I'm, yeah. have the same fear. Okay. We would, we would not want to go there together. We would, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The show would be canceled. Like, we're, what happened to the comedians? Yeah. Two of the three comedians are <laughs> having panic attacks at the Wyatt lobby right now. The Wyndham lobby. They're, they're, <laughs> they're stuck to ventilators. They're, they That's impossible for COVID. No, they can't breathe. They have, their anxiety is acting up oh my god they accidentally went to glow in the dark mini putt and it was too dark so they got freaked out now dave cool. burks i'll do 120 minutes of comedy <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that would be the weekend that would book us me you and dave burke that's true they would right they yeah. would okay dude uh thank <laughs> you right. so much it's been great talking yeah. to you and likewise i'll see you soon yeah take care this was fun okay, dude.